You're listening to my aimless conversation with Jeff Cosetta. My guest today, Adam Blue. This one's a little bit different than the previous episode, admittedly. Uh, we start off by discussing my bad math skills and how we worked together either 17 or 27 years ago. You'll hear that. Uh, Adam also discusses his love of football, specifically the Green Bay Packers. He's Adam's a big sports fan, and I ask him the tough questions like, who's the better quarterback, Favre or Rodgers? And then things kind of get a little bit heavier. We uh, talk about Adam being an introvert and any social anxiety he feels when trying to interact with new people, uh, mostly girls, because then talks then switch to dating and how Adam feels regarding that. And then we kind of end on a positive note talking about his love of Taylor Swift and her music. But before we get into that, I am happy to announce that my first guest and co-host, Casey Tremblay, has given birth to a healthy baby boy. Casey, from the bottom of my heart, congratulations. I am so very happy for you. And on a side note before we jump in, please feel free to share, rate, review this podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, jfree82, my handle on both of those platforms. And just share the show because we want it to grow and, you know, any suggestions. Hey, you want to be a guest? Slide into my DMs. It's cool. Uh, so with that, without further ado, let's have an aimless conversation with Adam Ballou. That, that, that rhymed and I didn't even intend it to. So, great. Let's get into it. You and I have known each other. Since what, 2004? Has it been that I, long? I have no idea. I, so, I, I couldn't tell you the year. Okay, so I started at Olympia Sports, I believe, in either 2004 or 2005. So that's how long it's been for me. As I started out in uh, the Fairhaven store, uh, right. where you were the assistant manager. So we've known each other for probably 27 years. Something no, like that's that. terrible math, dude. That's not that's not 17 correct. years. Yeah. There you, you go. Know, I, I can talk. I can't do math. See, this is why that's, I need you. This is why yeah, you're here is say, to get not. the specifics up. Yeah. 27 well, I, years ago, I was 13. So yeah, well, no. 27 years ago, then I, I was 11 or 12. I depends what time of year it was. But yes, exactly. I was I was that's what I'm saying. I've been working at Olympia Sports since I was 11. What is up with Olympia Sports with their child labor laws? Let's talk about uh, that. I, first. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there anymore, so I, well, that's, I really could, that's a good. I really could care less about you know I, what their what their chat labor laws are. And I absolutely, you know, so I absolutely love that because for the longest time, I personally like I have friends that still work in retail, and not that it's a bad job, but you know things are becoming like technology is changing at at the pace that it is, and all these places, unless you're a specialty shop, and I think Olympia Sports might be able to kind of still pigeonhole themselves in but like you you see tons of retail uh stores going under you know people are buying things on amazon now it's easier it goes right to your door so i'm glad you finally got out of that i know um as far as career wise you you took at, at one point a, a typical nine to five job correct, correct. Uh, for, and 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 not saying anything good or bad about that, but let's let's not talk about the job itself. Let's talk about having the weekends free because you're a big football guy. Yes, uh, you're you're a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, Absolutely. Which I, I you know I have pl one of my 
oldest friends. Actually, I was talking to him over the weekend. He randomly called me and he, he reminds me a lot of you just because he's a Red Sox fan uh, and he's a Bruins fan and he's a Celtics fan, but he hates the Patriots. He's, he's been a, a, a through and through Green Bay fan for like the longest time. And I just think it's, it's pretty funny. I was actually, his name is also Jeff. And uh, he just called me randomly last Friday and we were talking. He said, oh, you'd get along with my buddy, Adam, because you guys like the same sports teams. He's a big Sterling Sharp fan. I think it was Sterling Sharp. Yeah. 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 So he's 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 straight up uh, like just a fan of him. And, and that he's been a Packers fan. And I've known him since 1998. So I've, I've had a Packers fan friend longer with him than I have with you. But it's just weird. Two of two of the people I know that I'm friends with are Packers fans. It's uh, quite interesting. There's a lot more of us out there than you would well, think. I, I, I actually ran into somebody that like a mutual friend of mine know that I you know, saw him at the gym a while back and he had, he was like, Oh, you're, I had a, I must have Packers gear on or something. And he was like, we just started talking about the Packers. And I was like, dude, there's like, sometimes I would run into people at Olympia and I would say something and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a Packers fan. I'd be like, Oh, okay. Like there's more of them out there than you think. That's no, and that's, that's amazing. I have to, um, I have to ask too, uh, while I'm here, we're on this subject as far as Packers fans, uh, so you've been a Packers fan for pretty much your entire adult life, right? Yeah. So, so who's which greatest Packers quarterback of all time? Are we going Favre or are we going Rodgers? I'm going Favre. I was a big that was that was the guy that got me into okay the fandom basically. Him, that's awesome. Reggie White when he went to Green Bay, but Favre. I, I mean, that's the guy. I I, I disowned him when he went to Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Got rid of. I told my mother to get rid of all of my stuff of his, and she didn't. Luckily, so I still have a couple of old jerseys. That's and, awesome. Um, but when he went to the, the Jets, I was okay. But to me, if you go to Minnesota, Chicago, or New England, it's it's I'm done. Not, I can't You're dead to me. Like yeah. sorry. Like if if Aaron Rodgers leaves, or if they like trade him, or do something stupid and get rid of him. And he goes to like Minnesota. He won't go to Minnesota, or Chicago unless they like cut him and he like vengefully wants to go there. But I hate the rumors where they're like, oh, he's gonna go to New England. I'm like, dude, he's gonna be dead to me if he goes to New England. Oh man, that would be. I would. And I'm. I'm so. Here's another thing I want to point out, just because I don't think we've ever really discussed it. There's um a guy that you know on social media. I'm not gonna name names here, but he's a friend of yours that I don't know him. And sometimes I'll see you post something and he is just such a troll to you. And I can't stand it. I'm like, dude, you know, not everything revolves around, especially back in the time with the Patriots, not everything revolves around Tom Brady. You know, I, I still think Brady is probably in my lifetime, probably top five quarterbacks, I, you know, that I've ever seen. But I'm, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'll t I can talk to you offline again. I'm not. I'm not trying to like throw. I'm not trying to throw shade or or spill the tea necessarily on this podcast. But no, I just I think it's it's just one of those things where. So for me, just to kind of give you some background, um, I actually started uh, liking. I forget what it was. I think I I started liking the Miami Dolphins back in the day, which because uh, I was I was into like the quarterbacks. I, I really hadn't. I'd gone to a couple of Patriots games and whatnot, but I was not really into football. And then uh, my uncle gave me a, a Dan Marino card one year for Christmas, like a whatever flare or tops or whatever the the card, you know, the the um, 
the trading cards used to be. And it was like, you know, it was, it was sealed. And I'm like, Oh, this guy's cool. This guy must be the big star. So I started like becoming a fan of Dan Marino. And then when I was younger, Ace Ventura blew up and Dan Marino was in that. I'm like, Oh my God, this is the guy's the best. He's, he's with Jim Carrey. He's, you know, Ace Ventura. I'm like, you know, a 10 year old, 12 year old kid, whatever. Like now I'm starting to get into sports. And then, yeah, the Tom Brady thing kind of happened when I was working for Shaw's supermarkets where we would, on Sundays, we would put the game over the, the loudspeaker in the store when it was like on whatever it was, uh, 98.5, the sports, whatever the, the channel was yeah, back yeah. in the day. But, um, yeah, it was just interesting. So it's like, it was like, it was right when that Bledsoe, uh, Brady switch happened and, yeah, we, we, so it was kind of like a bonding experience with me and my, all my friends, like listening to the Patriots game. And that's what kind of then turned me more to the dark side, if you will. But I want to point out, uh, I don't know if you've been yet um, or if you're going to have that on your bucket list, but if you ever get a chance to go out to Lambeau Field. Oh, I want to go. So I travel for work for my current, I used to travel for work for my current company. And there was actually a presentation I had to do in Green Bay. Oh. And I stayed right near the uh, Brett Favre Steakhouse, the, the hotel there. And uh, I had about a six, six hours in the morning. I didn't have to do my presentation till about like two o'clock in the afternoon. So I ended up taking the tour of Lambo because because it's all like shareholders and stuff like that. It's all yeah, people yeah. that can buy, like buy into the, the team. It was really, really cool. It's like you go through the tunnel and they pipe the noise in as you walk out and stuff. So uh, I definitely say, you know, once this pandemic ends, dude, uh, you know, bucket list item, certainly have to do that. Um, I highly recommend that. You should check that out. Yeah, the the guy that I know that I ran into at the gym, he went a couple of years ago to a Packers game and he showed me like all of his photos. He's like, dude, you got to go there. It's, just, it's absolutely amazing. Like, I do want to go to a game. I don't I don't like the cold weather, so it would have to be like week one, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's so, go ahead. They, I was going to say I would definitely want to go. And they basically like there's nothing you, you they, they do nothing in Green Bay other than. Like right. there's nothing to do there, basically. I mean, so they basically like shut the place down for the weekend. It's kind of like I'm a big college football fan, and my yep. my father's from the south, so yep. they basically do that the same things down there for you know college football on Saturdays and even high school football on Fridays. They shut the they shut the entire place down. It's everybody's at the game, everybody's watching the game. Like we do nothing except watch football. That's so. I mean that's pretty awesome too. Um... So yeah, one of the other things when I was traveling for work, I actually went, uh, so I don't know if you're a college basketball fan as well, you mentioning college football, but I flew into uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and I had to do some stuff over there. And oh my God, like I went out with a, a sales rep for my company and we were at a bar and it was like wall to wall college kids, like everybody. And it was like, yeah, you know, if I, if, I had been, if I had been like 10 years younger, I'd be like, in heaven because there was like gorgeous women everywhere like you know these college age girls and uh, i i know nothing about college basketball though so i do i do watch a lot of college football especially you know on saturdays when i i come back from i do karate in the morning i have karate from like seven to like nine and then i get back and then i'm just i run my errands and i'm like okay i'm done for the day i got my exercise in what do i do now i'll, uh, I'll watch some college football so who's who's the team that you're you're rooting for college wise well, my dad's from Alabama, so we're big. Uh, it's weird because I don't know how this happened, but I have fam I have a couple of family members that went to Auburn, but my dad loves Alabama, Alabama Crimson Tide, so that's that's my team. That's what's their uh, what's their slogan? Roll Tide? 
Roll Tide, yes. Yeah. And they're really good in college basketball this year. So, you know, I'm, I'm loving that too. That's um, awesome. Uh, I've got quite a bit of championship gear because, you know, like the Patriots, Alabama wins every every year, right. basically. So, right. um, you know, it's kind of like if you don't, if they don't win a title, it's a disappointment. So, all right. Uh, I'm ready to check think, in uh, my man card real quick uh, right here because I want to ask you. Uh, we are in March. Did March Madness start yet? No. Okay. The, the tournament. Well, the the tournament. Uh, all the all the teams that made the tournament got announced on Sunday. Uh, the okay. tournament starts on Thursday, I think, with the play-in games. They did the schedule a little different this year because uh, they're all in a they're all in Indianapolis. They're in like a semi bubble. They've had a few different arenas, but um, they tried to get all the teams together so that way they could limit the spread because i mean if they end up if the team ends up getting a uh, an outbreak they, they're gonna it's, it's done them, so. yeah well that's that's interesting yeah because a friend of mine that I, I work with like usually sends out the brackets and i hadn't checked my email for a couple of days so i just want to make sure i was a little later this year so because I, I know somebody that normally does a pool too and i normally get in on that and get aggravated after the first couple of days and rip my bracket up and right throw my um, money out the window but uh, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't gotten one either. So I think it's, I think it starts a little later this year. So I think the schedule is a little different. All right, cool. Yeah. That's, that's everyone what I do. down there have them quarantined. So, well, yeah, just to let you know, I do the same thing. I print my bracket out. I pick my teams, whatever. We're in this huge pool. And then I look at it and then I look at the first week and I'm like, rip, I'm done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I try to pick just like, it's weird. Like I, I sometimes pick like an underdog team again, not knowing anything. I'll be like, Oh, right. this is, this is the seed. Okay. That's way too low of a seed. I'm not going to pick them. These guys are kind of on the cusp. I'm going to pull them for the upset and just never works out for me. Uh, I think yeah, one I time we have a first place, second place and like last place like that win. And I think I ended up getting second to last place. And I, was <laughs> so, I was so mad. I was so I was, mad. Yeah, I, I had that one year too. Oh, like, dude, if you're like going to lose, second, can you just third and dead last? And I, and I was like rooting for, for my teams to lose. So I could at least get my money back. I was like, if you finish dead last, you get your money back. Right. That's all you need. It was like, like, hey, people it was like wives that had never watched basketball before. And I'm like, oh, I did worse than them. Excellent. Well, you know, they're picking like, you know, oh, that, that's a cute team name. And oh, they, their, their colors are better. And it I know someone me... that went to that country. That's, that's, uh, that state so and i'm picking like i watch basketball and i can't well it, it reminds me of uh i don't know if you're a fan of the simpsons but one of the old school episodes i think it was like the first like four or five seasons lisa helps homer by betting on football yes, and she just football picks, yeah. she just picks the teams based on like oh it's the yeah you know, uh the chiefs versus the rams well you know the, the indians were bad and they were hunting the animals so pick the rant like all these yeah oh it's so funny and i'm like that's how i should just pick like my my yeah, and they were bracket. they were like hanging out all all Sundays, and then as soon as football ended, he didn't hang want to hang out with her, and she got right. like mad. Well, so yeah, so that's that's exactly why I want to come come back around to this question. So, how does it feel, or how did it feel, just from your vantage point? From so retail is tricky. Some people like <sighs> love retail as far as like the hours it goes. I don't think anybody loves retail for the customers. Let's put that out there first. If you, I, I think there's something. I'm not judging, but I think there's something inherently wrong with you if you're like, oh my God, I get to go fold clothes all day and get people to yell at me. I think that's, you know, I don't think anybody really truly believes that. However, for me, once I left, um, so I left Olympia 
uh, I want to say in 2000 and 2006, and I started working for another retail company um, just because I didn't get along with somebody in management, but I'm not going to rehash that. Uh, we'll talk about that offline because I don't want to sip any tea right now. But uh, I, yeah, I ended up uh, that, from that job, from that second this retail last job. last name of building? What is it? I said, was his last name a building? It was a her. So, oh, okay. But no. it's and it's not and it's not it's not Carla. I'll say that it's not Carla. Oh, so. well, I mean, how, how can you? No, she was awesome. She Love was awesome. Her. But no, I ended up going to a, a Pack Sun uh, retail, and then I ended up coming into my current job, which was back into like fall of two thousand six. But just from going from that, just the first of all, just the pay scale change from going from retail, where I was a, an assistant manager at Pack Sun to like having a entry level at this tech company. Like it was already like $20,000 more a year what the, than like what I was going to get. But then it's like, my I was trying to rationalize it. I'm like, well, should I do this? Or should I go for this, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five, like job. And to me, it's like the weekends, I get them free. I can watch football. I don't have to work on Sunday. I miss out on potentially time and a half or anything under that scale. Um, but again, if you're management, your salary anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So I, I just, to me, I feel like even though I had a bigger commute with the nine to five job, the pay differential and the fact that I had weekends off was like key to me. So just I, for me, I just want to get an idea from you. How was the change from going like from a who knows? And I guarantee you, like you were probably working like every other Saturday or every other Sunday. Oh no, I was working every Saturday. Right. Yeah. So just to kind of like tip that on its head. What was the kind of like the good and bad of, of going from a, you know, I don't want to say like a, a random, but I mean, like theoretically with retail, especially if you're in a, a mall or a plaza or whatnot, you know, you, you have to go by mall hours. So it could, you could be working. And again, malls were kind of, you know, even in the last couple of years, kind of on the downgrade, but like 10 a.m. open or 11 a.m. open, whatever the case may be. And you close at like eight, nine o'clock. So you could work like the morning shift or the, the afternoon shift, or you'd do double shifts. Oh, yeah. you, know, you work the whole entire thing. So, I mean, there's a little bit more of a uh, randomness to a schedule, if you will. I don't think you can really, unless, you know, you have a good crew and you all work the same, like pretty much the, the same schedule every week, or, or it can just, you know, be alternative, like scheduling conflicts and whatnot. So I just wanted to like get an idea from you, how you go from a, you know, Oh, I'm working this week. I'm working Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I'm coming back in on Sunday. I have Monday off, Tuesday off, and then working Wednesday through Saturday again to be, to being like Monday through Friday. I know what my work schedule is. I can plan. Like, are you, I guess overall, are you a planner where you can like plan stuff like, Hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to get my workouts in. I want to do this. I have a set structure, if you will, or are you kind of just I'll fit it in wherever I can fit it in, you know, I'm, I'm a planner. I like to have everything kind of laid out. And, um, I think I, it's because I did retail for so long and I was so used to having that ridiculous schedule where every week was completely different for the most part. I mean, you know, sometimes I'd get to the point where, you know, if my manager was being kind of lazy with the schedule. He would, you know, copy and paste. Then you'd get almost the same schedule every week, but it's weird because like it, I find it, it was a lot harder to try to make plans. Not that I make a lot of plans, but it's a lot harder to make plans with people who have an actual like nine to five Monday to Friday job. They don't get like, 
I get a Wednesday, a random Wednesday off and I'm like, oh, like I want to do something on Wednesday and nobody has a Wednesday off. Right. They all have the weekend off and they all have like a bunch of stuff to do on the weekend and I'm working on the weekend. So, you know, you end up missing out on stuff on the weekend unless, you know, you plan it out and, and you know, happen to get a, a, a weekend off or anything like that. I did like having like a day off in the middle of the week, gave me something to look forward to. Like I know with my nine to five, eventually it got to the point where like I would work, I'd work Tuesday to Saturday. Um, so I'd get like Sunday, Monday off every week. And like, I'd be by Saturday, I'd be like, Oh, you know, thank God I got two days off. And then by Monday I'd be like, shit, I got to go back to work and I got to work five days in a row now. Like, Right. I was like, I would love, I would have loved to have like a day off in the middle to look, have look something to look forward to in the middle of the week. But then I just progressively realized that I didn't like the nine to five job. So like, as it, as it got further and further along, I'd get to like, you know, one week I'd get to like Friday, Friday and I'd be like, oh, like, I, I really want the weekend to come. I really want my days off. And then by the end, I was like, it was like Tuesday. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to do this five days in a row. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do this any longer. So, but that was just the job wasn't a good fit for me. I don't know. I think I'm so used to having that ridiculous schedule that it's weird. I, I, I like you said, I, I, I don't miss the customers getting yelled at. I mean, some of the people were really nice. Like, you you know, I, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that like, if you want me to go out of my way and help you, you have to be like, nice to me back, like show right. me some respect. And, you know, like if you're a jerk, don't, you're not getting my, you're not getting my best effort, which, you know, is not, that's not what you're supposed to do in retail, but whatever, that's, that's human nature. So well, the customer's uh, always right. You know, no, that, the right? customers are not always right. That's, right. Exactly. That's, 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 that's such a bullshit. Lie. It's so bullshit. Like that's not, that's incorrect. Right. That is not correct at all. They are never actually, they are probably never right. Um, they think they are entitled to anything they want and like they can negotiate pricing and negotiating and get things. And well, so that's, that's it's, exactly it's, the it's point a tough I want to job. It's, it's definitely taxes your people skills. And when you're, when you're an introvert and have social anxiety, it's not the job that you want to get into, but Hey, that was, uh, that was really, that was, that was stupid on my part, but. Hey. So, I mean, let's get into that a little bit. I wanted to talk about the, the whole retail thing, but let's, let's talk about, you know, the. You can, you can go back into the, re- you can go right back into the retail thing. Yeah, no, but I want to, I want to put it in because I definitely want to talk about the, the social anxiety and the introvert because you seem very, you seem very into it. Like right now, like you seem very personable, you seem, you know, kind of lively and fun. So I want to, I want to kind of come back to that, but your point that you were making before was, you know, the customer's always right. Like we had a local locally for us, there's a target in Swansea. I don't know if you heard about this, but. Well, yeah, uh, I worked at Swansea for eight years. Oh, so. so you, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You worked right, right next door. Until, they, until the Swansea mall closed. Then right. Uh, I got to say mall. that. Uh, I miss, I, I miss that store so much because it, we at probably the last like two or three years, we had the best staff, like, it was unbelievable. Like everybody got along. Uh, it was a bunch of like, it was like my manager was probably, I'm trying to think he's probably about five years younger than me. Like tremendous guy, like super, like great guy. Uh, you know, kind of easy going, like let, let me do my thing. Let everybody kind of do their thing. And then we had a bunch of like 
either high school kids, college kids, like they all kind of get along. It was a great staff. Like I, I miss, I miss them so much. Like I, I hate the fact that we had to close because it literally took, it took a while, but like we got at that, probably the last year we had the best people working there. Like, and it sucked because nobody came to the mall. So, but it ended up being like a hangout and you know, you were like, Oh, these people are like freaking awesome. Well, and that's that's what I was going to go back to before, too, when you said that, you know, you have a random Wednesday night off and then it's nobody's around. So it's it's almost like you create that click, for lack of a better term, that group with the, that bond with the people that you work with. Right. Um, so even though, you you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where the old adage is true, too, where it's like the people you work with, like you get along with them the best because you're all kind of doing the same thing. You have the same grievances with the you know you're all doing the same task so to your point so now you being wanting to go out it's like not that you even have to drink but the fact that's like oh let's go out to like you know a restaurant or a bar or whatever and just hang out and it's you know like the the age group is a little bit different too where it's like high school and college you know you have to kind of and and that's that's a tough thing too is you know figuring out because I'll, i'll be totally frank with you my brain still thinks i'm 18 years old sometimes you know what i mean I'll be going out and be like, oh, that girl, she's cute. And then I have to be like, wait, wait a second. Let me do the, again, as you already know, you've already pointed out I'm horrible at math. So I'm trying to like do, do yeah. like, uh, uh, okay. So what's half my age plus seven is the appropriate. Yeah. And like, I can, I, I, I don't know about you, but I can get away with being like, well, you got a baby. If I shave, like, yeah. uh, you, you, look like, like this, you look like you're like, 17 if you shave. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, I, I still get carded like if I actually drink, which I don't drink very often. So, but like, so I look like I'm 25. So like, that's cool. I I get like 25, but like, so, I mean, basically like if a 25 year old liked me, I could get away with that. But like, are we going to have, are we going to have the same thing in common? Like, are we going to have something to talk about? Like, probably not. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, once like, I'm still friends with a couple people that I worked with at Swansea and they're like, 20 21 22 year old females like i don't have a whole lot to talk to them about because we don't work together anymore so like you said we you know we had so much to talk about because we had the same we could air the same grievances like we had things that you know we could talk about from work you know we could talk about like customers not that we ever did that yeah you know we could talk about other employees we could talk about like uh, something that went on at work or even at the mall whatever like yeah like oh yeah like Oh, any, anything that was crazy that went on in the mall, like shoplifting or just random stuff. And like, now it's like, I don't really have anything like to talk to them about other than, you know, hi, how are you? Like, right. Well, and plus they're at, probably at that age, you know, you said 2021, they're going to end up, I don't want to yeah, say unfortunate, like, but once Corona, you know, eventually everybody gets vaccinated and whatnot, they'll probably be want to go out and party, go clubbing. I don't know what kids do nowadays. So that's, that's, that's exactly my point. Like, I, I don't okay, know either. So, 21, yeah, like, I mean, what like, I even doing? if we hung out, bar. like, what would, I'm not hanging out. I, I don't really want to hang out with a, what, 20 year old. Right. And I'm not, I'm, that's just, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not really a drinker anymore. I very, very, very rarely drink right now. Just, it's not, it's, it's, I think once the novice wears off, like, oh, I'm going to go and like party and uh, no, like there's, there's no good that comes of that. Yeah, um, I, I never, I've, I've never been drunk. So, right. Well, so there you there. go. That's okay. I've yeah. never gotten drunk. And the reason why is because I had a sister who um, came home drunk a few times and I watched her and I was like, that looks terrible. Like, that's why would not I want for me. That? Like, 
yeah, that's, I don't want to go into detail, but like I saw nope. some things and I was like, why would I ever want to do that? Like, that's not cool. Like, and like, I, I have such a low tolerance that literally if I have like one drink, it like makes me a little, I'm a little buzzed and like, I'm a little like more talkative and like a little more free. So that's all I really need. Like, I don't need to go past that. So well, like, it's, it's just funny give me one it. and that's fine. If I want a drink, give me one. And then that, that kind of like, for for you said, loosens you up, lets you like uh, a little more talkative. So that's kind of cool. I, I like that. The fact that. I had that... one before I came on tonight. Did you? No. Oh, I, I was going <laughs> to say no, because you've, you've actually, you're, yeah, you're very, you're pretty vibrant right now. You're very, you're very like engaging. Yeah, you're you're talking. You. Well, and I, I think that's the same thing because you and I have kind of had some talks offline. I first want to point out just to get back to it. If I were to shave. I'd look like uh, Fester from the Adams family. So that does me no favors. I got to keep nice. the beard going. Uh, secondly, you said RIP to the Swansea Mall. I just said RIP to the Taunton Galleria where I worked for oh, Olympia yeah. Sports. Yep. So I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I only worked there a couple of times, so I don't have a personal connection. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that being said, let's let's talk about some of the uh, the uh, social, social anxiety or just, uh, whatnot. I mean, again, you're very personable. Again, you know me, I get that. So maybe that makes you a little bit more comfortable. I'm not going to be like, Hey, tell me X, Y, and Z. And I'm not like trying to like get any skeletons out of your closet or, you know, try to like gut, have a, aha, got you moment. And we're just having a conversation. Um, so I just, I think, I, I, it's tough for me because, you know, I I've said this before, I think, either online on social media or whatnot, but uh, I'm kind of like in the middle of this whole like cancel culture, woke culture, all this other stuff. But I, at the same time, I'm not dumb enough to comment on any situation. I'm never going to comment on women's rights uh, or black lives matter or anything with the, um, you know, L LGBT, whatever. I, I, what I can't think of the letters. And again, I'm being dumb, but like, I'm not, I have no problem with any of that, but I can't speak of those because I don't live in those worlds. Yeah. So for me, again, to tie it back to what you're saying, that social anxiety, I think I have some of that too. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little bit more, and we've talked about this. I'm a little bit more relaxed with people, but I also think it is a comfort thing. I absolutely agree with that, that you can, if you know somebody and you're comfortable with somebody, I think it's, it's, it helps the situation because I'll tell you the same thing. Like I've gone out like on a date with like a, a girl I just met and I am the most quiet, like most serious person that you'll ever see. Like, you'll be like, I'll, I'll put it perfectly. Like I uh, think of Sheldon, the big bang theory. Like that would be me on like a first date, but like once I'm comfortable with somebody I'm very, or if I go in with the mindset thinking like, I'm not, going to be like trying to get anything from any person. I'm not trying to get a date. I'm not trying to get a phone number. I'm not trying to, you know, take a girl home, whatever the case might be. I just go in with the fact that, Hey, I just want to have fun and whatever that happens, happens, no expectations. Uh, I find that works a little bit for me. Case in point, um, a friend of mine, Don had a, a birthday party with him and his wife and a couple other people. And there was a lot of cute girls there. And we all went out to a hibachi grill and I was like, I'm not expecting to like date any of these girls. They're cute. You know, there's other guys there. Maybe they're friends, maybe they're boyfriends, maybe there's 
other friends that just happened to commingle. And my buddy reached out to me after he's like, you were so personable and you had such a great personality because everybody was engaged with you and wanted to talk to you. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, why can't I do that with girls that I like? You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I can kind of feel you on the social anxiety. Uh, and by no means am I a psychologist or a psychiatrist, so I can't really diagnose anything. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, I, I agree with you that I think it's the, the comfort. So, I mean, from your perspective, as far as having so, social anxiety, being an introvert, what are some of the hurdles that you, you face on a daily basis? To just so I can kind of comprehend, you know, what you're what you're going through, too. I think it's just like I second guess everything that I say. I I told you before, like if I see um, basically any female, um, but an attractive female, somebody that it doesn't even have to be like I don't even I, like I know nothing about them. If it, if it's a stranger or even like a person that I know, like for some reason my mind just shuts off completely. Like I can give you an example today. Um, I went to the gym. And, you know, I don't talk to anybody at the gym. I, I, cause I just want to go and work out. Like I'm not like super personable. Everybody's got their headphones in anyway. So like, if I feel like if you like tried to figure out who has a headphone in and who doesn't and try to talk to somebody random, like, plus, I mean, girls get hit on so much at the gym. It's, it's ridiculous. Especially if you're best place to hit on a girl. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's not the, that's, that's like the worst place to hit on. I mean, I get it, but like, no, so, you're a girl, I was like, with you. I'm agreeing yeah, with you. if you're a girl, like you must hate going to the gym because like if you're like everyone's just looking at you and like trying to hit on you and like it's ridiculous. Like some guys are just crazy. But I'll tell um, you a story later. But not, yeah, not so me. like I, I got done, like I was like wiping my machine down and like I didn't have my headphones in because like I was doing abs and I just I have these like little like buds and they fall out of my ear. So I just take them out. Um and I'm going to like bite my machine off. And there's a girl that like, I have absolutely no idea who this girl is. Like I, and she was like, Oh, Hey, you, you came back to the gym. And I was like, yeah. And that was it. I had, I was like, I, and, she, and that was it. Like I just walked away and I was like, dude, why the hell didn't I like, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you know me, but like my mind just shut off. Like, at, like a minute later, I was like, why didn't I just say like, Hey, what's up? Like, yeah. Or, or like even ask like a question, like say like, uh, like any like follow up that with any conversation whatsoever like just open I, I it was up like i don't know who this person is like why is this cute girl saying i don't i don't know who this is i don't like did i ever talk to her like, <clears throat> but i'm like where did like where did i how would i have ever talked to her like but like i i like walk away like a minute and i like 30 seconds later i'm like dude that was so awkward like what the fuck that girl's never going to talk to me again well, and like i'm like i feel like i, I like I, that was like a, a missed opportunity to have an actual conversation with a female which never happens like so I don't but it's like so I feel like every social conversation is just awkward to me like I don't I second guess it I want everything to go perfect like I don't I don't feel like I have any opportunities to talk to people so like for me it's like I have to excel at them to maybe get another opportunity to have another conversation or else like I don't know. I just feel like my mind just shuts off and I have no like ability to talk to people that I don't know. But then there's other, other situations. Like, like I went to a, a place today and like, there was a girl that was helping me out 
Um, I went to um, a place uh, like a nutrition place just to like weigh myself to see how much of a fat slob I am um, to maybe get motivated to go to the gym. And I happened to like, there was a girl that was like helping me out. And like, I know that she's just being friendly because like, that's her job. That's what you're supposed to do in retail. But like, I had a normal, like an actual conversation with her and she was like fairly attractive, like nice girl. Like, and I left and I was like, why can't I, like you said, I was like, why can't I do that with everybody else? Like, dude, that's such such nonsense. Like she was cute. I mean, she was really nice. And like, I had an actual conversation, but like, it's very rare that that happens. And like, I, I don't know. I just feel like because I'm like, if we really want to get into, into the deep uh, depths of this, I don't know if I want to go here or not. Yeah, it's but, up to you. Uh, it? I, I want always, you to feel because, comfortable. Because I'm perpetually single and never, like you said, you said you went on, you were trying to go on a, I've never been on a date with anyone's wife. Uh, so you want to extrapolate that to whatever, you, wherever you want to take that. We, we can, it. we'll put a pin on that. Extrapolate, by the way. That's a great um, word. That is a yeah, great word. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, I, I like using big words. So um, let's, I want to stop. Like let's, I, let's, let's stop right there. Though, I, I want to go, I want to go back to the gym thing that you were just talking about. So here's, here's, I don't want to say a tip cause I don't want to like be like, Oh my God, I'm like a dating coach. I'm, that's not me. But just from an, a conversation standpoint, now that you know what she looks like. Yeah, I but I that, don't cause they had a shit, a mask on for one and two. I don't even, I, I didn't even get, I, I don't even give, I don't even get eye contact. So there's okay. no way I'm going to be able to pick her back out again. Okay, I that's, don't know, who, that's I don't know so, who this is. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think I think your your issue, like you were just saying, is at the nutrition place. Maybe you felt because you've gone there a couple times, you've had some interactions, you're more at ease, you're more comfortable with somebody I've never, approach. I've never seen that girl before. Though, so. at the nutrition place or at the gym? Yeah, at the, nutri- you, at the nutrition place. But I've, been, I haven't been there in six months. So, but you've been there before. Staff. You know the layout. You know. Yeah, yeah. You. It's almost like you go in with the mindset saying. I have X, Y, and Z to do. This is my purpose for being here. I know I'm going to have to talk to somebody based on what I'm trying to get out of this, you know, out of this interaction. So whether it's, you know, getting your, your measurements, your BMI, your weight, all that other stuff, you know, you're going to still have to talk to somebody. You go in with that expectation where somebody else approaches you when you're not expecting it. It's a, it's a different, it's a different type of, you know, interaction where one is, okay, this is what I'm expecting to your point. You overthink. So, and I'm, I'm somewhat in the same boat because I, before I even do something, I try to play out in my head, like six or seven different ways of it can play out. So I'm in the same boat, but I rehearsed our conversation. Did you? Yeah. Well, I was in the shower. Oh, okay. Okay. Totally weird, but that's okay. I was I like, I'm going to try to figure out what he's going to ask me. So deep, that deep way I can, I can figure out what, I, how I want to respond to it. And that, and that kind of goes right in the face of this conversation, man. Cause yeah. I just take where the conversation goes and I just, that's, that's overall, that's what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to get out of the podcast is for me personally, if I'm a little bit more selfish, not only do I want to just interview people and try to make it entertaining. I also want to work on my own speaking skills because I've been told by multiple different sources that my voice would be good for like some type of radio or, or, or broadcasting. And that's great. And I love that, but I'm also not great at talking to people within an interview without trying to be super serious. I have another, another podcast called free your geek, where I basically talk about 
pop culture stuff, but I usually have a guest and it's almost like a format. Okay. From this time to this time, we're going to talk about this from this time. And it's just, it's great to have that all on paper. I just try to talk about that. But at the same time, while I'm producing it, I'm trying to watch the time. I'm trying to make sure that all the volume is correct on the mixer. I'm trying to produce at the same time I'm trying to host. So I just wanted to do something a little bit different to say, let's just have a conversation. Let's work on like improv for lack of better term. Let's just go through this conversation, talk, have fun, get serious, get deep, wherever, wherever the conversation goes, I'm cool with that. I just want to get to a point where a, I can work on my own skills and then B have some conversations with my friends, learn more about them. Like I just, I found out your dad is from the South today. That's something I never knew about you. And I've known you for, as I said, 27 years, which is, is yeah. you know not the case, <laughs> but no, it's just, it's one of those things where I, you know, the last, whatever, 17 years or so, I never knew that about you. And, yeah, and we, that's cool. we, we, we haven't known each other. I mean, we knew each other for 17 years, but in honesty, we, didn't, we, we literally, didn't really, literally like we worked, we worked together for a little while and yeah, then like, we were like six months, the adult friends where, you know, you don't see each other for three years and yeah. then you yeah. run into each other when you used to come and pop into an Olympia that, you know, I, I worked at, we'd say hi and right. like, we didn't but really we had, hang out. Had, so, you know, which is partially, probably partially my fault. It's, well, no, but we, we, and, and I'm, I, I, I want to talk about that too, because I think that's, um, very, very important. We're going deep. I yeah, know this, this is awesome. <laughs> I love this. Um, yeah, we, we do have that. I do have one picture of us all bowling and I was wearing, I don't know if I was wearing my Austin 316 or my Christian. I don't even, I don't even remember that. So. Oh, I, I'll, I'll send it to you as you, oh, myself. God. God. I think it was both Kelly's if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Kelly good old, and Kelly. Good and old Marcus. Kelly. Uh, oh, Marcus, Marcus Eubanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think is. I think I'll have to find that. I'll send it to you. I'll tag you in it. If I don't, if I can't find it, or I'll or I'll text it to you. But yeah, I, I agree with you to a certain point. I want to talk about hanging out and being friends as an adult, and then I want to talk about the dating thing. But I also want to point out that I have a different friend who, if you think, and I'm not going to call him out because I'll feel bad, but, you know, I think a lot of the self-doubt kind of runs with all kinds of guys. I think it's all like, and I hate using the term nice guys, but it's one of those things where like he's, he told me once, right. I know same here, bro. Same here. I totally agree. But he told me once that he even goes to the gym and he doesn't like getting on a treadmill next to a pretty girl because he doesn't want to see the girl looking at him and like sweating or being out of breath or out of shape. And I, I said to him, I said, dude, do you think that girl, and, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but do you think that girl even cares what you look like? She's concentrating on her own workout. You know, she's going to the gym right now because you can't be in next to anybody. Right, right. No, this is, this is like probably two <laughs> years ago, but I, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like people tend to overthink. And, and I think everybody has that to it, to an extent, like every, you, you know, you, you, do something or, or, you know, you, you misspeak or, or you mispronounce a word or you you're talking and you hiccup or, or burp or whatever. And it's just like, you think that everybody's like looking at you now and, you know, you made a big faux pas and it's like, you know, all the attention's on you. And the, the, the truth is it's, it's nothing like that. You know, everybody's wrapped up in their own shit to even like worry about like little things like that. And, and that's a, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, I just think it's to me, I just think it's, it's, it's introspective. And like you said, we over, we overanalyze, we overthink, we go into like all these like internal thoughts where we think the worst. And that's, 
that's almost like a self-defense mechanism because that's our brain trying to protect us, you know, from embarrassment or, or anything else like that. I just, I think it's, it, it's got to get to the point where we need to train ourselves. And I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general, I think people just need to be more understanding that, you know, it's okay to mess up or to not be quote unquote perfect or whatever the case might be. Not everybody's going to notice any, uh, you know, little scars, if you will. Like I, I, I talk, when I talk to some of my female friends, or even the some of like the the ones that you know went through a breakup or or whatever the case may be, and they'll say like, oh well, look at look at this. This is I have a scar on this, or you know my hip my hip bones are too weird or or, or anything. I'm making up horrible examples, but I'll say like that is the thing. All your your major um, faults that you think you have or the imperfections, the guy that finally lands you and falls in love with you, that's what he's going to love most about you is your perceived imperfections because that makes you unique. That makes you stand out from any other girl out there. You know, not that everything necessarily has to be physical, but to me, it's, it's a point where if a girl is unhappy and, and this is going to sound like cliche, woo woo, whatever, but I try to make every person I come in contact with male or female, but specifically more the females. I want each one of them to feel not, I don't want to say beautiful, but I want them to feel better. You know what I mean? Like have a better outlook on life, whether they're feeling down. And I, I don't, I don't mean to trivialize that because I'll do the same thing with you and I worked in retail. I do the same bit every time. And I'll, I'll put this out on the podcast. Uh, you know, you walk up to a register supermarket, you know, Kohl's, Olympia, whatever the case may be. The person at the register goes, hello, how are you? And then I always answer the same. I go, I'm fine. How are you? Right. And then they always go, I'm good. So I said, I'll, I'll stop him. I said, stop right there. Don't, don't, you're, you're working. How good can you be? You know, <laughs> and that breaks the ice every single time because you're used to such a robotic, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Ring, ring, ring. That'll be $200. Give me your money and thanks. Have a good day. So to break out of the system from what is the norm. And, and to your point that you made a little bit earlier, you hate dealing with, you know, every, the customer's always right. You deal with a lot of like tough people in retail. I want to do the opposite. I could be having the best day when I worked at Olympia. You get that one asshole customer in and it ruins your day because they're right. such a jerk. I'm trying to do the opposite. I want somebody to go home at the end of their shift and be like, oh my God, that guy was funny. That, or that just made my day. That was like, you know, the, the standout. And is it going to accomplish that? Probably not. But that's my mindset going in. I want to leave people better after they've met me. You know what I mean? Like, or at least have a, in a happier mood. So that's my thought. Um, I also want to kind of circle back and, and talk about hanging out as friends, as like adults and whatnot, because I think that's also important. And I think to your point, it's, it's very tough because again, going back to what I just said before, everybody's wrapped up in their own shit sometimes that they don't, they can't even see. And I know you talked about, and, and I want to get into this too. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, uh, <laughs> but you, you write a blog and uh, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes if you want that we can. Uh, oh, that means I'm going to have to write another one soon. Yeah, well, I'm just it's saying you're, no, you're, you're a good writer. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's very much like file, following your trials, your tribulations, your thoughts, like just your thought process. I think it's a really well-written blog kind of gaining insight into your mind sometimes. And I think that's awesome. But one of the things you mentioned in the blog is the fact that you talk like in the sense that you want to reach out to people, but you almost feel like, again, that's whether it's your your brain overthinking, like if I reach out to them, oh, am I bothering them versus, you know, 
oh, well, why don't they want to reach out to me? And, and I think it's kind of like, it's, it, you're right. We, I think we all as a, as a people have to be better at reaching out to our friends and keeping in contact, even if it's just a quick text message. You know, everybody's going to be less, well, less so now with Corona, but everybody, when they get back to a normal life, everybody's super busy, right? You know, unless you're, you're playing video games all day, which I haven't you're done. Unemployed. Well, okay. So yeah, but that's, that's not going to last forever. That won't last forever. That's going to last, you know, until you find something you're going to, you need to get, you know, whatever, settle what you need to settle. And then you move on and you find something that fits you for your, for your, you know, mental space and, and, and whatnot. You, you take care of that, what fits your schedule. But I mean, the point is, is that whether you work Monday through Friday from nine to five, or you work a randomized schedule where you have random days off, you know, it might take like two to three weeks to plan something, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it wouldn't hurt to be, you know, Hey, let's go hang out again. Not that the bar is the best place. Cause I don't drink, but like, Hey, somewhere social where we can meet other people, you know, or especially in the summertime, like parks and, you know, flea markets and all that fun jazz. I think it's, I think it's fun just to kind of, you know, walk around and talk to people. And that's what yeah, I'm going to do with someone, you. I'm gonna, as someone who uh, is an introvert. Though, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to break you that, from that. That so. doesn't sound like, I mean, walking around in the summertime. Yeah, that's fine. I, I need a lot of SPF, but that's fine. Um, we'll get you an umbrella. So, uh, yeah, I got like, I always bring SPF 100 with me. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know about, I, I don't know. I've never, probably because I have no practice. I've never enjoyed talking to people. It's probably, probably from, you know, working in retail for so long and you tend to, you know, get soured on most people because, you know, most people are not friendly. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, and plus I just get, like I said, I, I feel very anxious talking to people that I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know how to like break the ice or make myself sound interesting or anything like that. I don't, I don't have any pickup lines. I don't know how to do that. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll not, not that I'm trying to pick up everyone, no, but, uh, but I think, I think like, I don't know, like how you like start a conversation. Like when I hang out with like the two friends that I do have, uh, or three, uh, you know, I already know them. So like, and, and like most of the time they'll, uh, the ones that I hang out with the best are the ones that will guide the conversation themselves. So I don't have to like bring anything up and like, we know each other already. So like, you know, there's no like introduction or like anything like that. Like, I don't know how, I don't even remember how I got to that point. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like how, how did this happen? Like I, like, how did this actually happen? I think I worked with most of them. So, um, which made it a lot easier to, to be, to make friends, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't go like, I don't, I wouldn't go up to a random person and just be like, Hey, what's up? Well, and then if you say that, like, what, what do you follow it up with? Like, well, that's, that's what we're going to work on. But I was going to say, there's two points I want to make the, both the pickup line and how you start a conversation. I don't want to sound like it's like, like, like I'm just trying to like hook myself up with, with every, every random girl. Like, no, but I, it doesn't I'm have to, not, that's, that's, I'm not trying to be like that. I'm trying to, you know, no, I get that. But I'm saying whether you, whether you're trying to introduce that, yourself to a girl, a pickup line, just say hi, just going over. Cause from, from, my experience, a lot of the stuff too, is just, you know, when you show your personality, if your personality and their personality kind of vibe, you don't know that until, you know, you take the initiative. And 
unfortunately for for guys, guys are the ones that typically have to take that initiative, and, and that's that's okay. And I, I, you know, it's it's the effort that guys have to put in for, you know, meeting people. But I'm not even saying just girls at this point. I'm saying women, men, old people, young people, like just getting out there and kind of having a conversation, like can do so much for not even for your confidence, just like being friendly. And I know, like you said, it's tough for you because you, you know, for so long in retail, you have just like the dredges of society as customers come to sometimes, you know, everybody wants everything and you have to deal with that. But to me, just having a, a general conversation and just a general introduction, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. This is going to sound so cheesy and it totally is. And this, this is a legit story that happened to me. I was traveling for work. I was in Pittsburgh. I was staying at a Marriott in Pittsburgh and across the highway was a high rise with a bunch of restaurants. I think it was called Cadillac Ranch, if I'm not mistaken. I ended up going to this restaurant and I'm by myself, no other coworkers with me on this trip. I'm sitting at the bar. There's two really like they're younger, but they're, they're at the bar. So they're at least 21, two pretty girls sitting there. I just, you know, again, this is going to sound like a total pickup line. So I even, I even prefaced it because like we were talking about, I get in my head and I'm like, oh, these girls are going to think I'm hitting on them. I said, ladies, not trying to hit on you. This is my first time here. What do you recommend? And we started a conversation just based on, she's like, well, I like this. I like that. What do you like? Oh, I like spicy food. I typically can do but what's anything with chicken or beef. I'm not a big seafood person. You know, And that's it. Just branch. That's kind of like what we're doing here. We pick a thread. We follow that thread. We open up reveal our part of our personality, whatever the case that might be. And, and just, you know, people are either going to like you or not like you. And, and, you know, you just kind of roll with it, you know, but I, like, like I told you, I think for the most part, I know you have that experience from a customer service side, but I think to, to me, I think 99 point, I'm not going to say 0.9, but 99% of people will be nice to you. Yes. Yeah, so you might get that one again, depending on where you are. Again, if you're at a sporting event, you know, and somebody's been drinking heavily and they're like, eh, leave me alone. Like, that's a whole different vibe than, or maybe they would be even friendlier. I mean, I've seen stuff on Barstool. What is it? Jets games with guys jumping through tables all the time. Is it Jets or Giants? Bills. Uh, Bills, Bills. Thank you. Yes. Bills Mafia. Yeah. So again, you, you can run into those types of people too. So it's it's not, I, I just think, I think honestly what would help you, and, and I'll, I'll put myself out there on this podcast right now. Uh, if at any time, springtime, summertime, let's go out. Let's, even if it's just, I, like I said, there's parks and, and stuff. It's kind of tough, you know, to go to like a grocery store and like talk to people, you know, but, uh, like, uh, I think that was, Swansea, that was, that's, that, that's a little sketch, but right. No, but some saying Swansea does like an open air market. That's, and that's why I mentioned like a flea market too, because it's easy to like go there and just talk to the vendors. You know what I mean? Like talk to the vendors first that somebody's selling something. Oh, that's cool. You know, oh, where'd you get that? That's a cool, whatever. Like, or like you go to like some place that sells jerseys, right? You know, or even like when I'd come to you and talk to Olympia, like we'd be talking like sports or whatever. It's like you have that built in network of something, you know, and what you can talk about. If you go in, you know, everybody talks about, oh, the weather, what do you do for work? I'm, I'm referring more to a dating perspective here. But it's like, it's, it's almost like, and this is where I think you and I and, and other introverted people or our textbook overthinkers can excel is the fact that we can come up with questions that aren't the same questions that every other person would ask someone, you know, even from like a, a dating perspective, like anything else, like 
my my big thing too is uh i like finding either a piece of clothing or, or something like when i see a woman with a tattoo i'll be like oh that's a really cool ink where did you get it done and then it's not even a girl it could be a dude too like if i like the art on their arm or their their shoulder or their midriff or whatever i'll ask them like oh that's a really cool design who did that for you what do you like about them how you know what how long did it take that to get done it's already something that's unique about them that it's not like, oh, you're really pretty or I like your hair or it, it's, it's cliche. Like it's something different. And, and the tattoo thing is probably cliche now at this like point. Like your sleeves, they're real big. Right, <laughs> right. You know. Napoleon Dynamite, sorry. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. So you're, you're a Napoleon Dynamite fan, John Heater fan? <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to, I, I, got, I was mad. I was supposed to meet him. Uh, I think it was the last. I had tickets. No, it was. It wasn't last year. It was had to be 2019. Uh, in they were having a Napoleon Dynamite, uh, like uh, I think it was like the 10 year anniversary or something like that. So at the Zyterion, they oh, they were gonna have they were gonna show the Napoleon Dynamite movie, and they were supposed to have John Heater and um, the guy that played um, Pedro go to that and they were going to have like a Q&A and I had front row seats and I was going to meet the two of them and then John Hito was filming a movie and they canceled oh, and I was like God. dude I'm so pissed off I, I love that movie is that is that the quintessential movie for you what's what's your go-to movie no the quintessential movie for me is Office Space uh I've probably watched that 50 times uh I absolutely love that movie that one uh 40 year old virgin um which you know personal yeah well uh, any, any like uh i've watched Step Brothers a lot recently because i really got into that so more of like comedy movies ridiculous comedy movies like old school like well, wedding so, crashers mm-hmm. and stuff like that so do you want to go do karate in the garage oh yeah <laughs> oh with the bunk uh we're gonna yeah, put the bunk made, beds together we made bunk beds yeah yeah uh, well okay uh, so much like more room make this a little bit more let's go activities what, yeah, more room for activities. Let's 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 end on a, a happier note here. Um, let's talk about. We talked about movies a little bit. Let's let's segue into some music. And uh, we, we, you know, I want to I want to touch upon because one thing I do know about you, you're we're gonna, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a long conversation about my girl. Well, we don't have to have a long conversation, but I just want to. I mean, we can. I'll I want to talk about her well, all day. You could you could teach me so much um, because as I think I told you, I know all of her like radio hits, but like, uh, like you're definitely like a deep cuts person with her music too. Um, but you're, you're we're talking of, about Taylor Swift, by the Taylor way. Swift. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. What I was gonna say. We're talking about Taylor Swift. Um, she actually won at the Grammy. album of the year. There you go. Album you go. of the year. She's the uh, first uh, female to win album of the year. Three times, three times. Yeah. With I, I three different. Her. Yeah, so it was a country album, a pop album, and now folklore, which is a folk folk album. That's which, interesting. Uh, so what, what's I the? Would, I, go ahead. I want to say, what's the appeal to to you? So for, for, as from a from a male perspective, I mean, as a male, and I'm, I'm don't want to sound chauvinistic here. Obviously, she's a very attractive no, girl. She's very she's very talented at what she does. I just don't think like her music is typically my style of music, which is you know everybody's got their own style. So I want to know. From your perspective, if, you know, I think I even asked you some of the deeper cuts, like what, sh- what song should I check out? But I also want to well. know, like from your perspective, what is the appeal? Why, why does she speak to you the way that she does with her music? 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not, a, I was never a country fan. And, you know, like when she first came out, it was strictly country. Um, I'm not sure. I just like, I, some, I, I heard her first. I was, I've been a Swifty, uh, which is our, our fan, uh, what you're called if you're a ridiculously obsessed fan of hers. Um, from the beginning, um, I, like I said, I was never into country music. I still don't really like country music that much. Um, but there was something about her as soon as the first song came out, I was like, oh, I got to like I listened to it and it just hit me like, oh, like I got to listen to more stuff from her. I think it's it's just like the whole experience, like she writes her own songs. And yeah, they're most of them are about guys, which, you know, when you're a guy singing them, it looks pretty ridiculous. But um, I've been to I've been to her concerts and I don't know. It's just like there's been times where like I I, I went to one um, and I, I should know which concert it was, but, um, I think it was the 1989 tour, uh, which is a few years ago. It's probably that she's had four albums since then. Um, but I remember I was just having a really like rough week. I was like super depressed. Like I was really depressed. And like, even the day of like my sister was supposed to go with me, she was sick. I was trying to scramble around to see if I could find anybody that wanted to go to a to a concert with me the day of I was like I don't know that many people like somebody please take this ticket I, I don't even want to, I wouldn't even charge you like I found somebody that I worked with at Olympia that I was like here I'm not even gonna charge you for this ticket like just I just need somebody to come with me to this concert and like then we were we were ran late I got stuck in traffic I was just having like the, the worst day and I don't even remember what like she sang some songs and like she spoke to the audience and it literally, I, there's like 60,000 people there. And I felt like she was speaking directly to me. And like, literally I was like, Oh my God, like I felt so much better. Like you just had like a, like a five minute conversation with your best friend. And like, I think that's the biggest thing Like she just connects with her fans so much. And like, it's, you know, I, I, it's so cliched. Like everybody makes fun of her, but you know, all, you know, thanking uh sounding sounds like so ridiculous like so ridiculously surprised when she wins and like you know how she speaks and like everything like that but I don't know you just feel like she's just a normal person even though she's totally not but and well, like think, she's like super she's talented related. like I don't know her music just I listen to her music and it's just like I just feel so like connected and like so like like I could be having the worst day like I'll leave my job and I'll be like oh, that was such a that was such a a rough day at work and I'll throw her music in for 15 minutes and I'll be like, Oh, okay. Like everything's a lot better now. Like I need to go scream, sing so a, a couple songs in my car and everything's fine. And like, I don't know. It's just, you just have that connection with some people. Like I have the same, I have the same connection with Dave Matthews band. Like I'm not, I'm not all Taylor Swift. Like Dave Matthews band to me does the same thing, which is the complete opposite spectrum. Like how right. can you like, like Taylor Swift, poppy country doll and Dave Matthews band, which is like rock, but it's the same thing. Like you go to a concert of theirs and it's phenomenal. Like, so I just, I think it's just the power of music. The, the, the music yeah. that you find that speaks to you that can alter, like you said, your mood or your mindset or whatnot. I think that's very, very powerful. Uh, I do want to ask, I'm going to take a guess here. Taylor's first country song, Teardrops on My Guitar, or is that Tim, Tim McGraw? Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Uh, the one I, the one I first yeah, heard about Taylor. It was Tim was... McGraw first, and then I think the first big hit was 
teardrops on my guitar. My guitar. Yeah. But she had a couple before that. It was um, God, I'm done. I'm, I know Tim Rugrat was the first one that came out. That was I'm mostly. Gonna, I'm gonna put that was like hardcore country. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Favorite. Let's go with favorite album and favorite song of Taylor Swift. Favorite, no, favorite album. song of Taylor Swift is easy. Okay, go. Favorite song of Taylor Swift, the best song ever she's ever made and will ever make is All Too Well. I okay. highly recommend that song. If I haven't heard it. it. I'll have to check that out. It's not a, it, all of her best songs are the one are not released. She really like every album, there's probably four or five really good songs. None of them are ever released. It's normally song five. Okay. Um, on every album, I don't. I there's a there's a reason why, and I don't remember what it is. Which Interesting. Is terrible, but every album, song five is normally the best song. All too well. I'll scream, sing it every time I hear it. It's phenomenal. Um, I also I went to the last concert that she had was for, which was Lover Fest. I went with a a friend of mine, um, and you know I ended up we, we ended up eating and. And found out that, you know, we were like, she was like also obsessed with Taylor Swift. And I was like, oh, shit, like, need to hang out with this girl. Um, and it was her first concert. So, like, I've been, I've been to every Taylor headlining tour. So I'm on five. I was supposed to go to six, but it got canceled. We did this for stupid virus. But um, I found out that, like, All Too Well was her favorite song. And unfortunately, she didn't play it at the concert we went to. But uh, because it was at Gillette, we were you know, sitting in our car for probably like an hour and a half after the show, stuck in traffic because Gillette is the worst place to get in, in and out yep. to. Great um, unbelievable. So, uh, but we came prepared. We had like snacks in the car and, you know, we were just chilling and having a good time. So, you know, after you get done, you know, screaming your lungs out for the entire concert, you have no voice, but, you know, after the show was over, we just sat in my car listen to more Taylor because apparently, you know, two and a half hours of Taylor wasn't enough for us. Um, and all too well came on and we both like, I mean, I'm not a very good singer. Her voice is not that bad. Um, but the two of us sang all too well in the car and it sounded like perfect. And it was like, I was literally like, Oh my God, like that was perfect. Like it was like, we had a moment in the car and I was like, dude, that's phenomenal. And ever since then I was like, I, I mean, I love the song anyway, but Ever since then, like every time it comes on, I just think of like that moment in in our car where like we were completely exhausted, like we'd sung our we screamed our 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 you know lungs out for the entire concert, and somehow like our voices sounded great for that one like five and a half minute song, and like it just brings back like so many good memories. But um, it's widely regarded all too well as the best song that she's ever made. It's fantastic. I love her. Uh, Music can like do that to you too. That's that's so awesome. Album, that, <sighs> album. I don't know. I'm I, all right. Let's let's I switch probably, to Dave. let's switch to Dave. Let's. I won't. I won't put that much pressure on. Best best and worst song by Dave Matthews Band. Oh God, I don't want to. There's so many. So so many I'm good. So many to, bad. Uh, uh, I love Gray Street by Dave Matthews. Um, I always scream that song. This. I don't know if I can name a worst one. I mean, obviously there's songs that you kind of skip over on well, yeah, let's do, let's do a skip so like song. taylor's let's... got some too where i just like she'll play it in the concert and i'm like oh shit i don't know the words of this song because i don't i don't listen to it i don't really All like right. it that much but you know i'd say 95 percent of her music i'll i love there's a few songs that i just don't i don't like but i mean it's the same thing with him like 
you know, I like a lot of his, his older stuff. Some of the newer stuff is not, so I mean, it's still good, but you know, like it's, I just, I just made this connection too. my, my friend, Jeff, who I talked about earlier is also Dave Matthews is his favorite band, which is like, again, I, I was like, I need to introduce you guys at some point in time because I think you guys get along really well. Um, I mean, we're Packers fans. So there you go. You're Packers fans. You got some, you got Packers and Dave Matthews to talk about. It's great. We can, and we can both shit on the Patriots. So. And yeah, not, you can do that. It's not as fun anymore because they suck. So yeah, well, it was more fun to hate on them when they were good. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, we're pissed off all the fans. Now all the fans are Bucks fans. So right. I mean, well, no, I'm still, I'm still a tried and true Pats fan, but I, yeah, you know, but a lot of them, it is what it is. It's, you know, too. Tom Brady's got to do what he's going to do. He's going to do what's right for him. And you know what we had, you know, we had a good a good run for however many years. We were like almost always in the playoffs. So I can't I can't complain. I can't. I think complain. I hate Tom Brady more than I hate the Patriots. To be honest, there you I go. Can't stand that man. No, so maybe maybe you'll so guy. So maybe you'll warm up to uh, the Pats just a little bit now that Brady's no longer on the team. But uh, I mean, I do like Julian Edelman. Yeah, I've always I liked Julian Edelman. Edelman. I have a lot of respect for him. I so, actually like Cam Newton. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't completely dislike them but i'll probably never go back to being a fan of theirs i was at one point and then they did my boy drew Bledsoe dirty yeah, yeah and that was the end of that plus the fans are just oh, yeah God. no the, the fan base is tough, the fans I want, are I terrible want to point and, and the problem is the the, the the red sox fans are getting that bad and i can't stand it yeah it's, it's making me like dislike the red sox but i can't i i mean i still love them but the fan base god they suck well Dude, be be the change, man. Be like the like. Listen, this is that's what I try to do. I try to just say like, hey, I don't want to be that stereotypical. Whatever you, your your uh, reservations are, or preconceived notions might be about the fan. And I think again, going back to what we've talked about, you and I have had conversations. I think on Facebook or whatnot, where I'm just I'm saying something along the lines of, yeah, I don't disagree with like again. Somebody starts arguing, and I'm just like, I want to call this kid out so bad because he's being asinine like you can't have a difference of opinion or you can't have you know it just it bugs me so I'm probably not the the best to have the fan base because people think I'm not passionate because of it and I'm it's not the case it's just why can't people just like what they like you know uh I did want to point out though that uh real quick uh you are a wrestling fan as well um so I want to point out that Google Fandango and oh. then Google Julian Edelman. I swear to God, they're separated at birth. I swear to you, they're separated at birth. Johnny Curtis. Oh, man. So good. So good. Well, uh, wrapping up here, Adam, uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, I would, uh, you know, you're always welcome to come back on. We can uh, delve into part two, but I think that's been a pretty good hour right now um, that we've been talking. So I just wanted to thank you for your time. Is there anything... Uh, that you want to plug any uh like i'll like i said i'll put your blog out there if you want me to no, share that I, other than the fact that i'm single and uh ready to mingle uh, listen ladies listen ladies this guy's a good dude so if there's any single women that are listening to the pod you know reach out send me a message send me a message yeah, I mean, on the pod don't don't let my unemployed i'm unemployed so that means i got plenty of free time for y'all. there you go uh i i still have I, i'm still taking care of my bills and this is my my own apartment that i take care of and uh, you know, I'm on my own here. Uh, no, no children, no baggage. Uh, uh, definitely no children. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. So, I mean, I was gonna say that uh, you know of, but no, let's, 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 let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. Let's, let's put it this way. Ladies, if there is anyone interested in Adam, he's a good dude. He's smart. 
He's responsible. He has no baggage. And he's probably one of the most caring and considerate people that I've ever met. So, you know, and I plus, love Taylor Swift. Plus, you know, he loves so. Taylor Swift. He can go to like all like these concerts. Yeah, I need with someone you. to come uh, when, whenever we do have concerts again. I'm going to need somebody yeah. to a concert with me. I mean, Bella. So there you go. So, I mean, I like other music too. Like y'all, y'all like like I watched the Grammys last night. That was pretty phenomenal. I mean, Dua Lipa. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know about Dua Lipa. You need I'm, to Google I'm, that. It's, it's, I had to Google. You need to Google that. I oh, had to. I had crazy. to. I'm Ooh. such an old man. I'm such an wow. old man. It's tough. Uh, it's so fun. Could have put her on yeah. for three hours, and I would be perfectly content with that. Like, oh, oh that's God, hilarious. That, she is unfair. I'll have to. Ch- I'll have to check that out. Not uh, uh, Silk Sonic. You want to? You want to look up that one too? Silk okay. Sonic. See, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just send that's, you a message uh, after Mars this. And Anderson Park. We can talk about music all, all day, man. I'm big. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe the I next my, time you're I got on. my Drake. C- I got all my Drake CDs. I got like I'm. I'm well versed in this. The next time you're on, I'll have you educate me on all things music. That that'll be our yeah, next show. I mean, especially since the the the, uh, the Grammys just happened, so we had to get that. We had, you had to go. You should go Google that performance of WAP by. Uh, oh, I know that one. That one's on TikTok Cardi like B crazy. And, uh, that was pretty ridiculous on on TV. For I had to put that on at ten o'clock because you know, yeah, because put the kids to bed. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. already I'm already oh. seeing stuff on Facebook and social media about how it's ruining children and all this other stuff. I'm, I don't yeah, want to okay. go down that. Neg- negative connotation, negative road right now. Because nobody but, knew what WAP was before that that performance. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Um, it stands for woke ass people, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, my sister didn't know what it was back uh, then. That's like, funny. Yeah. Uh, what? Do you? She's like, yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what that. What is that? What, what does that song mean? I'm like, are you are you serious right now? Like, you're older than me. Like, well, I, wa- the- I don't I don't want to have to describe this to you. Like, I, I'm good. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I tried to explain it to my my cousin's wife uh, when because it was a TikTok trend over yeah, whatever, yeah. like and and she just she's like she looked at me she's like this is disgusting and she's like ten years younger than me and I'm like okay so it's not a generational thing I don't know it's just a personal thing but I don't really hey, like the song but I mean hey the the videos the TikToks are entertaining at least I guess I don't yes know. I don't know I don't have I don't have TikTok oh c- count yourself lucky sir. Yeah, uh, I know. I've been told that you know you want to waste your entire life, you can go on TikTok, but that's um, um yeah, no, I, I still like Facebook, which apparently ages me completely. So, oh, that's I think that's yeah. I think, a lot of the young people don't even have no, a lot of the young people. I sound like I'm like 80 right now. You young people. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's a generational thing, man. We're you know we're the Facebook generation. The next generation is like the TikTok generation, and then yeah, or or Instagram or Instagram, but, but uh, yeah, or the I think gram. It's, yeah, the gram, or you have your Finsta accounts, which I uh, yeah. So I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I've been trying yeah. to. I I have a there's a girl that, that I worked with that's like 21, and I I I know her Finsta name, and she refuses to accept me on there. And I that's like funny. her excuse before was, we well, I together. put a lot of like personal stuff on there, and like we work together. Now it's just I. So every time I see it, I try to hit follow, and then I get rejected. That's uh, like, well, that's like, gonna be the what, case. Like, I don't understand. Like I'm not like. We don't work together. Like, there's nothing on there that I haven't seen. Like, come on. Well, that's true. Like, I mean, like, let me, like come on. I, I mean, I get it. Like, you don't, but like, just let me follow. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't. Yeah, it could just be a comfort thing. I don't know. Uh, that's that's funny though. I just follow. I just try to follow. Just just to aggravate her. I'm like, oh, it's like popped up again. As somebody, I might know. Follow. So yeah, so 
Uh, actually, that just brings up my other point. You you have an Instagram account, right? I do. It's my name. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the show notes too. So if, there's absolutely nothing on it. So no, but if like anybody wants if, if, me and like my listen, and my I, my sister's dog and like pictures of every time I hang out with a female friend, I take a selfie to make myself feel better. There you go. Uh, if the if the ladies look at that, no, I'm not dating any of those girls on there. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if anybody wants to slide into those DMs, I might as well put yeah, your, that's fine. I'll put your handle out there if that's cool. Handle. So your handle, your your IG handle. I think that's what they call it. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm super ancient. But again, Adam, thank you so much. Uh, to kind of go out, what I'm gonna have people do at the end of the, each podcast, I'm gonna have them say, "My name is blah 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 blah, first and last name." And this has been my aimless conversation. So when you're ready, just say, my name is Adam Ballou, and this has been my aimless conversation. My name is Adam Ballou, and this has been my aimless conversation.